Welcome to Sunday Chats 969, the podcast where you can listen back to interviews that were first broadcast on All FM 96.9. We are an award-winning community radio station based in Manchester. You're joined by me, Ruth O'Reilly, delighted to be keeping you company on today's show, which was first broadcast on February the 6th. 2022 i've had a chat to the fantastic children's author and poet ray douglas he's had a chat with me and also shared some of his poetry enjoy
Supernaturals there and smile. You're listening to the Sunday Tea Show right here on 96.9 All FM on radio, allfm.org, wherever you are in the world, online. And today, my special guest is the fantastic, funny guy, Ray Douglas. He's a children's author, he hails all the way from Wigan, and we've had a chat, and he's also sharing some of his humorous poems with us. Now, I have been training Ray for Desert Island Discs as well, so he's also chosen three of his favourite tracks. So we've got the Lightning Seeds coming up for you, we've got the Beautiful South, and the Beatles. So you'll hear my chat with Ray after his first choice, and it is The Lightning Seeds. In your head, 
Welcome to All FM. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it's really good to have you on the show. We love to introduce our listeners to new creative people and authors from in and around the, the North West. Uh, now, I know that you're a children's writer, so in typical Sesame Street style, I want to say that today's show is brought to us by the, the letter T, because you're a, a teacher, you love to travel, um, I hear you do a lot of toilet humour in some of your most popular poems. And um, your, your latest book is actually about a tooth fairy, isn't it, who's been fired from her job or maybe about to get fired from a job? Well, there's a bit of jeopardy, yeah, she's about to get fired. I've also got a cup of tea on the girls, but I'm doing Oh, oh you're adding to it, you're, <laughs> you're adding to it. Wow, okay, so, yeah, I just want to ask you, Ray, did you always want to be a, a children's writer, or is it just something that you've you found that you, you enjoy most of all? Uh, to be honest, I've tried a number of different things. Um, I've tried writing poetry for adults, I've tried writing novels and short stories. Uh, but I think I'm just better suited. I think my sense of humour is quite childish, so I'm better suited writing with children, really. Right, okay. It reminds me of um, a T-shirt that I've seen about, you know, I... I was meant to grow up, but I but I just forgot. <laughs> so <laughs> something along that, those lines. <laughs> now, in terms, well, same with me actually. But in, in terms of you being um, a teacher, you you actually teach English as a as a foreign language, don't you? And um, that's something that, that I've got um, a certificate in as well. And I've not done that much of it. I must be honest. I only did like about a year of it um, on and off. But I always found that that's kind of like a bit of a, a secretly humorous job because you just can't help but have a little bit of a, a chuckle to yourself as um, so, some translations kind of mishaps. I mean, it, was that where, where your humour came from, do you think? Um, I mean, you do find that funny, of course. I mean, sometimes you've got a, had a student the other day from China called Wei Ting, and uh, <laughs> he had to wait for a while to give me an answer just for my own amusement. Right. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Another student called Who the other day. And one right. student said, you want, Who do you want me to ask? I said, I want you to ask Who. And it was just so complicated, these simple little words, which means there's so much in one language and completely different than another. Yes. So, yeah. Wow, okay. And, and the, the whole Chinese kind of element, it's actually reminded me that um, a little bird told me that you wanted to base one of your um, new books around the Winter Olympics. So today is the day. Have you been watching it? I saw a little bit. I, saw, I got the most boring bit. The only break I had today from work was... Uh, more carrying a flight out, which is interesting for um, a moment, but then, you know, when country number seven comes out, you know, all waving the flag in the same direction, you get a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, it's just spot the flag. I, I caught a bit of that as well. Um, but, but yeah, do, do you want to tell us a, a little bit about where your um, first book got going for you? Because I, I know that it's something that's going to, like, change our perceptions on, on breakfast. Oh, right, that's exactly right. Well, I mean, I was cooking me, me on breakfast one day, or more of a brunch, or I had a lie in, I must admit. And mm -hmm. I was watching this, uh, this little sausage in my pan, and it was trying to get out, so it was. And okay. I thought, thinking to myself, look at that silly little sausage there trying to get out of my pan. You know, <laughs> so uh, I just thought maybe he's got designs on a bit of freedom. 
So that's what uh, I'm going to write. I'm going to write uh, the Silly Sausage Saga. Another silly rhyme. It's not the only thing in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's um, an, an eight-part poem for this sausage who uh, is trying to avoid the uh, inevitability of him, or perhaps inevitability of him, uh, ended up being eaten as part of someone's brunch. So there we go. Wow. So, so the whole story is actually done in, in a, a poetic style, just to, to add another bit of flavour, pardon the pun, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, but she's the, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I write in poems. I always write in verse. Uh, not mostly write in verse. I, I, uh, I like things that rhyme. I think they're more memorable. I think they're more fun. Yeah. I think it's a bit more of a challenge as well to write like that for yourself. So, uh, yeah, more, yeah. More so entertaining as well. I hope so. That's the idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You've you've done a lot of travelling, haven't you, Ray? I'm just wondering what what which country most inspired you? Do you do you find? Or was it back to the UK? Do you think? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, my books aren't really based anywhere, really. But I mean, you were saying there, you've done uh, teaching English as a foreign language for a wee while. I've done twenty-five years, um, and I've been quite lucky to, to visit quite a number of countries. So I've lived in Turkey, in Poland, Italy, Austria, Spain. Mostly I lived in Spain for about three years. Um, I think people are just people. Wherever you are, you, you'll find funny stories. You'll find you know, different things do make different people laugh, but mm-hmm. you know, most of the time we laugh at the same things and find the same things interesting. Yeah, and I think to to add humour to to your writing, it's kind of one of those ways where you can actually get a, an instant reaction, can't you? You know, more so than when it's just drama, say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think if you write sort of long drawn-out drama, you're, you're waiting for the twist or you're waiting for the, the reveal of you know who the murderer was or you know who who who. You know who's, who's done the dirty on who, as yes. it were. But I think with a smile or a laugh or a, you know, a thought coming out of someone's, you know, it changes someone's facial expression if you're reading to them as well. You sort of, you can notice that people are thinking about what you've what you've asked them to, to think about in the poem. You know. Of course, um, and I have interviewed uh, quite a few children's authors. That they always seem to go down the route of. Um, library tours or um, school tours and, and stuff like that. So is that something that you've actually had any opportunity to explore with, with your writing? I've had a couple of opportunities, not too many. I've got a couple of things coming up uh, later in the year. Uh, but obviously with COVID and stuff like that, it's been a bit tricky. Yeah, school, yeah, it has been. Idea, I've been at a few family fun days. I've had a little stall and I've read to kids and I've been colouring pictures. I also illustrate my books, so I've been colouring the pictures in as well. And, I'm challenging all the bit of literacy as well, just to get a bit of time. I can never take the teacher out of my head, I don't think. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to challenge a little bit of literacy as well when I speak to kids. Yeah, well, that's kids. amazing, though, that you're actually illustrating all, all your, your books as well. So, so you're the one illustrating the, the Silly Sausage and uh, Lucy, the, the Tooth Fairy, and, and all the rest of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I like to put uh, at least one illustration with every poem that I do, just to, just to give it a little bit of a... Even if it's just simple, like a suitcase or... You know, a big pile of dirty washing, which uh, matches it with some of the poems uh, I'm looking at at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, no, that's, that's, re- that's really interesting. And it also means that you're not kind of having to have meetings with, with illustrators about what, you're, um, what, what, what you want the, the picture to look like. You actually know what you want to, to match which piece. So that's really good. Well, yeah, it also saves a couple of quid as well. Which <laughs> is very expensive, yeah. <laughs> so the illustrations could be a lot better, but... Um, it's up to me. It's up to me if I like them. It's up to me what I draw, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of decide mm-hmm. uh, what I want to do, what I best want to depict from the poems. Yeah. 
So if you've been um, a teacher now for the past 25 years, I, I'm taking it that teaching was, it was your first love or did you always have the, the idea behind all this that one day you'd um, actually get down to, to writing books? Uh, I've, I've always wanted to be a writer, even I think when I was at school I always enjoyed the creative writing classes and the poetry classes where we got to write rather than read. Right. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to. So it's always been there on the back burner. Right. Um, so there's always been something going on in the background. Even if it's just writing poems you know, for family occasions and uh, you know people's birthdays or anniversaries or weddings and things like that. Yeah. I've been able to write, write something funny to take the mickey out of them a little bit, but also to show a bit of affection now and again. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> with that kind of skill of illustrating and and um, and writing poetry to match it it. It reminds me of something where you, you'd be perfect at greeting cards or something, you know, like kind of like Purple Ronnie style or whoever else is on the go at the moment for, for that. Well, I mean, I don't know Purple Ronnie legend. You know, yeah. I don't know if he was Purple or wasn't he Purple Ronnie, but a legend nonetheless. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess some of my humour does go for that kind of thing. You bit the nail on the head there, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And kind of like um, book-wise, who have been your, your greatest inspirations? Who who have you uh, aspired to, to write like, say? Um, I mean, dare I say that I'd like to write like Roald Dahl. Mm -hmm. I think everybody who picks mm -hmm. up a pencil or a pen would, would like to write like Roald Dahl. Really? Uh, yeah. Not many people hold a talk to him. But um, yeah, I, I do. I mean, I like the rhyme. I like the strong rhymes that he has in, in his, um, his poetry books with Bolton Rhymes and, uh, and what have you, with the retelling of the, the deep uh, fairy tales, I'm sure you know them. Yeah. Uh, but also people like um, Shel Silverstein, who's I'm a big fan of, he's ah, an yes. American writer. And again, he, he does like, I mean, I kind of stole his act, but he does for adults. He has um, a tendency to write a short poem and then put an illustration there as well. Mm. But also, I mean, Pamers and stuff like that as well for, for adults, um, that kind of thing. So again, where the rhyme is, is the star of the show, really. Ah, yeah, and, and, and all those authors that you've just mentioned, they are all so timeless, aren't they? So, so, so yeah, it's, it's a good kind of, it's a, it's a good um, track to, to follow. Yeah, I mean, as I was kind of um, listening to some of your, your poems, um, yeah, especially the toilet humour as well, I was kind of thinking along the, the lines of the twits or, or something like that, so I can see that uh, Roald Dahl um, influence. So, Ray, how many books have you actually written so far? Well, I've just published my third one. Um, so my third one is, is on an Olympic theme. Yeah. Um, it's called Gold Medal Hunters. So that's, um, it's about animals doing different sports. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's just become available on Amazon. Uh, and then prior to that, the Silly Sausage Saga. Silly Sausage Saga. Easy for me to say. <laughs> Easy to write as well. Uh, and also Lucy the Soothfairy slash Dancer. They're the three which I've uh, published so far. Wow, so three under your belt so far and one of the things that, that I like about what, what you do with, with your writing is you do kind of cover some key themes don't you like um, different religions, uh, adoption um, and that's something that um, Jacqueline Wilson um, likes to do with, with her children's yeah. writing as well so I mean was that something that was in, important for you that you would actually um, just incorporate a little bit of the, the, the serious along with the silly. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, I put on the back of my first book, uh, this book hopes to put a smile on her face, a thought in her mind and a laugh in the air. Oh, brilliant, um, yeah. I think the thought in the mind in the middle there is uh, kind of the, the tricky bit. You want to get uh, kids thinking, but you want to have a good time as well. You want to turn the page and read the next one. Uh, yeah. Or you want the parent even. I mean, the parents read the kids quite a lot. Uh, you want them to, you know, 
see that there's a bit of a point there as well and something like that the kids can relate to in their own way and, and what have you yeah, I mean, this has been um, a fantastic time for, for books in, in general during lockdown and coming out of lockdown. I think it's really encouraged adults and, and kids to, to read t together a bit more as well. So it's great when you can kind of like incorporate a, a book where it's got uh, something that keeps the, the adults kind of entertained as well. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think I think secretly all adults do like uh, kids' books. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, I think we do. I think we all remember what we, we were read to as children. Sorry, what was read to us as children, and uh, you know the books that we read at school. Maybe I think we all remember them. They stay with us. Mhm. So you know, trying to add to that is a tricky thing to do. <laughs> so you know, dream on that. Well, well, it is. I mean, and that was it. The other thing that that I always think when I um when I speak to children's authors, I I just think to myself, um, are, are children a harder audience to write for? Is that a bit of um a myth? I I think they are. I think I think um, you know, if an adult buys a book, it's very unusual that they'll put it down halfway through. But I think yes. the kids will put a book down quite quickly. Oh, straight away, they'll be in there. I mean, that's the reason I've got a YouTube channel as well, because I just thought, you know, sometimes you get the kid on the screen rather than uh, on the paper. Yeah. Um, just because I think, I think yeah, this generation of kids that have grown up now with so much technology and so much knowledge about technology as well around them. And, uh, you know, a book is in many ways is a little bit old-fashioned for them already, you know? But, yeah. You know, it's still, it's still a comforting thing, I think, about holding a book and having, having something physical in, in your hand. Ah, yeah. Well, I think when I was at school, my, my favourite part of it was when it would be like story time and you, you get the teacher reading to you and she'd show you the pictures from, from the book and put on a couple of silly voices and, and all the rest of it. I think stuff like that kind of stays with you and it's kind of memorable. And um, nowadays, now that all the electric prices are going up, if people are, <laughs> are not charging up their devices as much, maybe they're going to get back into books. You never know. Yeah, the future, <laughs> ironically. So, Ray, do, do you have children that are like beta readers for, for what you're creating, or do you just create it and, and get it out there and, and test straight away when it's all finished? Uh, I, t I test as quickly as I can. I mean, I do go to open mics and you know, I've got a, a test for the big kids. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, my mother's meeting the editor, so she's <laughs> the one I go to, so I say, look, he's any good. And, um, I do have um, four nephews and a niece, and even though they get a little bit older now, I do try stuff out on them from now and again. So they have a, uh, I think it holds their attention more than anything. Yeah. But, you know, it's a bit tricky when, it, you know, when it's Uncle Ray. I guess so, but um, lockdown has been an unusual kind of period of time and it's got people to kind of get out of their comfort zones and in different ways and, and this was where you actually began to find you, your, your audience, wasn't it, during lockdown, your, your virtual audience I should say. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I always did. I always had uh, bits and bobs online, and I, I had one book available before before lockdown hit us. Um, but I, I mean, I worked on it a lot more. Basically, because I was at home a lot more as well. Yeah. So I worked on it a lot more. And to, to be honest, I only started going to open mics online. I'm right. doing physically now. I'm doing in person now. But I only did the online ones initially. Um, my YouTube channel was. Uh, I wasn't on it myself. I was reading on it, of course. But I had like a. A visual rather than, rather than me, and I, I, you know, that then became ah, the face okay. of my own channel, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, 
Deb, I've actually looked at your, your YouTube channel. It's quite, it's quite entertaining, it is. I think you are actually a very visual entertainer. I, I just kind of like feel as if you are a bit of um, a, an actor in, in your own way. Did you ever do any drama or anything like that? Because I did feel as if you had a bit of that acting quality to you. I'm sure I've caused drama. I mean, I, I do like to perform the poems, and I, I, I've learned quite a lot from uh, watching other other um, performers, other poetry performers, sort of doing this kind of thing as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Um, what will be next for you? So, so you've just got the, this book out, this Olympic book, which will kind of tie into the theme of Olympics and it's kind of popular right now but have you got any other key themes that you really want to to tackle when it comes to to, to your writing I mean I, I see that you, you seem to like food um as a topic uh, to write about um, possibly possibly yeah. I, mean, I, I write about absolutely anything even on books if you had all right about the re reason I did the, uh, the Olympic one though obviously the summer Olympics as well so just like every couple of years it's something that I can plug um, right, but the yeah. one I'm writing at the moment, I've just sort of finished writing, I need a bit of an edit. Uh, but I'm about to do all the illustrations for it. It's a Christmas book. So I'm, I'm still thinking about Christmas stockings and, and Christmas sprouts and things that's been in my head and Santa Claus. And oh, <laughs> so wow. I know it's the end of February, well, it's February now. Well, um, it's yeah, either very early or very late. <laughs> <laughs> I think very late, but yeah. Depending on the trend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that going to be like a, a mixture? Because cause what you usually do is um, one main story and then a couple of, of other bits and, and pieces in between, or is it going to be completely a, a rhyming story? Uh, no, it, it's going to be a mixture, different things. Um, so I've written a poem about the worst ever carol singers. Right, um, okay, yeah. So they, they go around a little cul-de-sac and they, they knock on the doors and they're terrible. Uh, oh. And then there's um, a poem about um, a snowman that couldn't melt, so he's there all year. Uh, Brilliant. Um, Santa Claus <laughs> gets into all kinds of different um, situations. Yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Fantastic! I just feel as if your your um your humorous bits and pieces can can go on and on, and that they will have kind of um they'll, they'll have a, a appeal across the the age range really. Do do you know who your your youngest fan is, and who your oldest fan has been? Uh, I don't really know to be honest. Um, I don't really. I mean, I, I aim to write for primary age kids. Um, right. So that's the kind of age group I'm aiming for, but I, I do think they get picked up and enjoyed by older kids and indeed young adults and older adults. I, I don't really want to put a number on that. Yeah. No, to ask. no, 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 brilliant. I mean, <laughs> with, with you being um, like a, a, a teacher of English as a foreign language, you, you, you will have that, that worldwide appeal as well, because you can, can let all your, your students in those various countries that, that you're working um, with know what you're writing as well. So, so that's, that's pretty cool. It's kind of like a... Yeah, that's true. There's been a few <laughs> lessons online there recently where... Oh, you've got kids out here, they might get a link that sort of goes into their uh, feedback, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. And now, Ray, where can people, if people want to um, experience you um, actually acting out your, your poetry, where, where do they find your YouTube? Uh, they can find my YouTube, yeah, if, you just, uh, if you basically go to YouTube and look up uh, Ray Douglas Kids Poet. Yeah, I seem to be towards the top of the list there. Very important to include Kids Poet, because first of all, when I um, was searching for you, I came across some, I think it was a, a Hispanic singer or something, so it's okay. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, many years ago, I, you know, when you Google yourself and you bought yourself. Ooh. Let's see what people. Let's see if I'm on Google and this is random. Uh, yeah, I think he's a blues singer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm a harmonica player, so you know that's all right. That's it. Yeah, well maybe you. Oh, are you? Oh, that that's something. Maybe you could you could add some of that to yeah, some of your your poems. Yeah. Yeah. The the two Rays and some of the two Ronnies. It's uh, it's time for a bit of a change. Oh, I prefer the two Ronnies. You've been very into the Ronnies, no? <laughs> right. Okay. And all your books are available on Amazon as well at the moment. They're all, yeah, on Amazon, yeah, so some next day delivery, so they're, they're pretty good Amazon, as I'm sure you know. Uh, yeah. If people get in touch with me directly, I'm happy to sign a book, or I might even be able to knock a pound. This one's called Globetrotting. Tipperary, Timbuktu, Mid Glamorgan, Kathmandu, Northwest China, South Peru. Lots to see, lots to do. Johannesburg, Istanbul, New South Wales, Western Hull. Little Bighorn, Sitting Bull, keeping busy, days packed full. Bratislava, Rome, Kuwait, Atlantic Ocean, River Plate, Bollywood, Hollywood, Golden Gate, set off early, stay till late. New England, Hampshire, Mexico, Bangkok, Greenland, Tokyo, Glasgow, Moscow, Old Cairo, pack your bags and off we go. But I'll find it, somewhere, somehow. I've got to let them know how much I care. I'll never give up looking for my baby. So many things, things he didn't know, and I was oh, oh, so bad. I don't think he's coming back. Mm-hmm. He gave the reason, the reasons he should go, and he said things he hadn't said before, and he was oh, oh, so mad. And I don't think he's coming back. Baby, but I'm gonna find him. 
bit of the fantastic Lisa Stansfield there. We've been around the world. I, I couldn't resist that because my special guest today has been the wonderful Ray Douglas and he has literally been a, a around the world as well with his work. It's so a big thank you to Ray Douglas for being my special guest on today's show. Don't forget to check out Ray's new books on Amazon. He's Ray Douglas um, Kids Poets on YouTube as well. Now still got time for about four more poems from Ray and um, it's also an opportunity for me to play some of my favourite silly tracks as well so all that's coming up for you starting with this and this one is called Pants enjoy there's a poem called Pants dirty pants, mucky pants, smelly pants yucky pants, greasy reeky foul pants and honking knickers too nasty pants, icky pants, grimy pants sticky pants, messy grotty stale pants and stinking trousers too filthy pants, whiffy pants, shabby pants sniffy pants, scummy grubby wild pants and sweating sweaters too stuffy pants, cruddy pants, scruffy pants, muddy pants, funky spicy vile pants and rotting jumpers too and that's why it's always best to stay away to turn and run a mile from the dusty, rusty, musty, crusty dirty washing pile go <laughs> Okay, this poem's a bit more thoughtful. It's called Families. Have you got two mamas? Have you got two papas? Or do you happen to have one of each? Do you have a home with mother? Does your dad have another? But you get to go and see him every week. Or is it dependable dad who's back at your pad making sure that you sleep and you eat? Is it auntie or grandma, your uncle, your grandpa, who's helping you find your own feet? Are you currently fostered? Have you been adopted? A new loving family of your own? Got brothers and sisters from other mothers and misters? Or an only child who's happy alone? Do you need to be stronger? Because your mummy's no longer. Does your daddy look on from above? Well, all families are different. With one thing consistent, they're all held together with love. 
Okay, here's a poem from my new book, Gold Medal Hunters, which is about Winter Olympics. Well, actually, the book's about Olympics, but this one is definitely about Winter Olympics. It's called Four Penguins. Slipping and sliding and falling around, hardly surprising with ice on the ground. At the top of the track, assemble the team, time to achieve their mission, their dream. Four penguins already and raring to go, been training forever, a lifetime in the snow. Off they set running when the klaxon is heard, the first before second, the fourth after third. Head first on their bellies as left right they swerve, with skidding perfection they manage each curve. Faster and faster they whiz down the course, moving as one unstoppable force. Their quickest time ever, their personal best, surely they must be ahead of the rest, whooping and clapping all four, filled with pride. But with no bobsleigh in sight, they got disqualified. <laughs> Nothing to him on the tiniest whim to peck a few holes in your head. <laughs> That's the Woody Woodpecker's tune. <laughs> Makes the other woodpeckers swoon. Though it doesn't make sense to the doll and the dance, all the lady woodpeckers long for. <laughs> That's the Woody Woodpecker song. That's the Woody Woodpecker song. He's a pecking it all day long. He pecks a few holes in a tree to see if a redwood's really red. And it's nothing to him on the tiniest whim to peck. Holes in your head. <laughs> That's the Woody Woodpecker tune. <laughs> Makes the other woodpeckers swoon. Though it doesn't make sense to the doll and the dance, all the lady woodpeckers long for. <laughs> Okay, this is kind of the first silly poem I wrote, seriously. <laughs> it's called, If Aliens Played Football. If aliens played football, would they be any good? With extra feet and longer legs, you get the feeling that they would. For sure they can run faster and kick the ball much harder too. And with all those eyes, it's certain they get a better point of view. If it's true, like in the movies, that they can read each other's thoughts, which can really help in football and lots of other sports, because then they can be silent, but tell each other how to play, instead of shouting loudly and giving the game away. I hope if aliens do play football, they don't have extra feet. Their legs are short, their eyesight's bad, and they're easy to defeat. I hope their goalkeeper is rubbish, and it cannot even catch, especially since coach said, we are playing them next match. Thank you.
listening to the Sunday Tea Show live right here on All FM 96.9 on your radio, allfm.org, wherever you are in the world, online. And you're joined by me, Ruth O'Reilly. So I'm delighted to keep you company. And my special guest today has been the fantastic, funny guy, Ray Douglas. He's a children's poet, but you know, we've all got a bit of that uh, love of children's humour, a bit of a big kid inside us. So his poems are humorous for us all. And we've just got time for one more poem from Ray. And this is actually his favourite. It's called Greatest. Enjoy. Okay, this one is currently my favourite. I called it Greatest. Have you let one go? Have you let one rip? Are you worried that your undies are chocolate chip? Have you caused the stink? Have you cut the cheese? Have you set one free, free in the breeze? Did your raspberry ripple? Did your bum bum pump? Did the sofa start shaking with the power of your trump? 
Did the air turn foggy? Did faces go green like wicked old witches on wicked Halloween? Was it silent but deadly? Was it tremendous and loud? Are you pleased with yourself? Are you feeling rather proud? Was your bottom burp ace? Was it a fine work of art? And in the history of wind, was it the greatest ever fart? <laughs> Bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop, bleep. The faucet keeps it dripping and I can't sleep. Bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop, 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 bleep. I guess I never should have ordered clam soup. Bloop. I wonder where to go to buy a car cheese. What is it with the babe next door? What is it she does to me? What mad kind of thrill do I find Looking at her walking, just walking by Don't know I'm alive, but she's driving me out of my Blue Bleep Blue The faucet keeps it dripping and I just can't sleep. <laughs> I better call a plumber cause I just can't sleep a bleep sleep bleep a blue bleep sleep blue a blue bloop sleep bleep yeah sleep blue a bloop sleep I'll be off then, cheerio, see you later, off I go. To half an hour, back anon, by which I mean later on. Be lucky, stay safe, bye-bye, ta-ta. Don't go changing, stay as you are. Toodle pit, people, so long adieu. And until next time, take care of you. It's rain From marching on To Chatterton It's rain From my side To Swinton Hardly Spain It's a picture Postcard of which They never came And whilst that picture In the garden It makes no sense It does 
been listening to the beautiful south there with manchester that was the final desert island disc choice from my guest who has been the wonderful ray douglas do go ahead and give ray douglas a follow on twitter where you can find him as mr ray douglas one you can get all the latest news about what he's writing let me just um list his titles so far so he's got three books out so far as you heard um silly sausage saga lucy the tooth fairy's last chance and now he's got a new book out and his new book i'm not sure what the name of that is again but it is about the olympics so do give ray a follow anyway on twitter he's mr ray 
Douglas won. You've been listening to the Sunday Tea Show right here on 96.9 All FM on your radio, allfm.org, wherever you are in the world online. Next week, I'll be talking to brand new Manchester author Carl Richards about his novel, The Truth we chase so till next time take care of yourself gonna leave you now with one more silly song while i've got the chance and because it has been um chinese new year and it is the year of the tiger we all know that tigers are really little pussycats in disguise so here's my my last choice um for you today of silly songs and it's i thought i saw a pussycat till next time take care of yourself bye for now have a good week Oh, I don't.